Hello, everyone, and welcome to an, another Edge Got In podcast. My name is Dr. E, and I'm so excited to share God's word with you again today. As we do, as, as always in Edge Got In, we champion human potential in Christ, and we do this by sharing God's word with you each week. This week, we're going to be talking about Christ for relationships that require being emotional intelligence in Christ to work. Before we begin, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you with thanks and praise. Would you please let the words of my mouth provide direction for all that listen. Please help me and others to be more Christ-filled, and in that we mean more of you and less of them. I pray that we are encouraged to read the Bible so that we will know your word and be able to further embed it into our hearts, minds, and souls. Thank you for being our Father and for the love and continual protection you give us. Amen. <clears throat> so have you ever wondered if you're living a Christ-filled relationship, you might consider digging deeper into factors that build on these. Understanding awareness, discernment, emotions, and renewal help us identify our tendencies toward adverse behaviors that require support of the Holy Spirit. I have a booklet out that actually can assess where you are in that, but that's just one step in the process. The bigger step is how are we going to activate the Holy Spirit to make change in these areas of focus? So I'm gonna start with awareness. Awareness, for instance, plays a big part in our ability to perceive, feel, and be mindful of events. It is an awakening process that gives us focused attention and observation. And that allows us to be more conscious of the critical elements in our relationships that need crisis attention. Lack of awareness has been proven, and we know this, to significantly be an obstacle and a contributor to failed relationships with others and with Christ. Proverbs 3.5 tells us that, and with all that we get, we need to get, an, get understanding. Another thing, or another way you could say that is trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not on to your understanding. One of the things we continually do is try to do it ourselves. I got this when you don't have it without Christ. A relationship with Christ takes us understanding and acting our behaviors so that God can empower us through scripture and prayer to do it. And we can't do it on our own. John 14, 26 tells us that the helper is the Holy Spirit. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and bring your remembrance to all that he has said. You see, the activation of the Holy Spirit helps us develop and act on things God would have us do. When we ask God to activate his Holy Spirit in us, we become emotionally intelligent in Christ living in the awareness of him and he in us. Moving on to discernment. Discernment is another factor that works through activation of the Holy Spirit, helping us know what is true and what isn't. We toss with this a lot as Christians, but in the Christian context, discernment helps us with perception and the absence of judgment to obtain spiritual direction and understanding. Now, it's very hard for us not to judge. We're in a judgmental society, and the world persuades us to do such. 
Matthew 7, 1, 2 says, judge not, not that you might not be judged. For what you judge, you will be judged and you will be, and it will be judged by your measure and the measure you gave back to you. Again, it is difficult because of the persuasion of men. They want to persuade you daily to judge something. What does he look like? What do you think of this? So, you know, judgment, right? But Galatians 1, 2 tells us that's going to happen. He says, for I pursue men, for I persuade men or God, or do I seek to please him? For if I please men, I shall not be a servant of Christ. So basically what he's saying is you're not supposed to persuade, be persuaded by men. You're supposed to follow God. And he's going to give you the answers you need. Christ tells us that pleasing men means not being a servant of Christ. So this is key. To understand what is expected of us, we must stay in God's word, leaning on the discernment given to us by God to identify what he would have for us and what relationship he wants us to have with others. Authentic Christ living and authentic Christ-filled living is based on sound biblical teaching without compromise. Emotion is another area. Emotions must be guided by Christ to develop and maintain Christ-filled relationship. Now, emotion is a natural instinctive state of mind, and it derives from one's circumstances or mood or relationship with others. It's also instinctively or intuitively a feeling that distinguishes us from reason and knowledge. These come and go, right, our emotions, with great intensity sometimes, and we're challenged, and it's, and it's challenging in our relationships because of the emotional component of it. James 1, 19, 20 says, my beloved brothers, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. And that means anger. For anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. The scripture tells us also that we must let the Holy Spirit guide how to act out our emotions. Doing this in a Christ-filled way authenticates our understanding of truth found in God's word. We must learn to manage our emotions through the strong principles laid out in the Bible. Exodus 4.12 tells us, now go then, and even I with your mouth and teach what you are to say. He wants us as Christians to teach and, and model behavior of Jesus. We don't need to worry about what we are to say and how we are to act or react as we are created in God's image. And because we're created in God's image and he gave us the Holy Spirit, we can work this out. Christ's relationships takes our identifying ways to maximize emotional control and activate his Holy Spirit to do so, to help support ourselves and others. And the last area I'll talk to you about is renewal, a big area for us. Renewal is the last focus area, and it is a continuous, it is continuous as we work toward a Christ-filled life. We continually try to renewal ourselves. We have highs and lows sometimes in our relationship with the Christ, but we need to try to maintain that problem. While we're in renewal, we are, are constantly replacing and repairing something that's worn out, run down, or broken. It's our state of being made spiritually new 
among Christians. Again, we're, we're born again. We're in this renewal place where we uh, reinstate uh, ourselves back to Christ. When we, we've got this new book, we're renewing ourselves. But we need to make this constant. First Corinthians 2.16 says, For he has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. Our focus on renewal and a new life that God has given to us shouldn't be left. We're born again all the time, just like we took our first acceptance of Christ. We have to make flesh or make a fresh start in our walk with God daily. Making changes to our lives is difficult. So instead of focusing on improving ourselves, think about how God is improving us as we continue to read and stay in his word and continue to activate his Holy Spirit. Once this is done, the renewal process becomes sustainable and the natural form of Christ occurs in us. Isaiah 43, 18, 19 says, remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of the old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not, shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. You see, renewal is the fundamental key to letting go of the former you. If you stick in the past, you're going to be in the past. Let it go. The engagement with self and Christ requires us to put biblical teaching into practice. A Christ-filled life starts with Bible teaching and learning from experiences and modeling the behavior of Christ through emotional intelligence. We must work to adapt the behaviors that Jesus did as he walked on earth. Adapting these behaviors means listening to his teaching, letting his life be an example of what we do or not do. And I'll close with this. A Christ-filled relationship takes us spiritually developing all these areas, awareness, discernment, emotional, and renewal. We must continue to live our lives as Christ did, and he did it in love. And we'll understand this love by reading the word and asking him to activate his Holy Spirit in us. Emotional intelligence in Christ is the activation of the Holy Spirit within us to discern and manage our emotions the way Christ did. We will start reading God's word with prayer and medication. When we start doing that, he will open us, open up to us all that is needed to build emotional intelligence in Christ's relationships. Thank you.